If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 50 is on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heavens from above and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with a sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifice, as for thy burnt offerings they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goes out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why doest thou preach my laws, and takest my commandments in thy mouth? Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, 
and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou didst consentest unto him, and hast thou partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak of wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou saddest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly, that I even such as a one as thyself, but I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, that ye, ye that forget God, least I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me, and to him that ordereth his way aright, will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The and the heavens they had. they trembled, and all the hills had held, and Aaliyah, hang on just a minute. Aaliyah, stop yeah. a second. Is, is everybody else not here? Is Aaliyah sounding underwater and everybody else, or just me? No, you can't really hear her. Okay. Um, is someone else? Is this better? Oh, that's great, Aaliyah. Are you ready to go? Will that work? Uh, she'll come back in probably. If she's not right back in, is someone else ready to go? I could do this. All right, I will do it then. Oh, here she is. Try again, Aaliyah. Hi, is this better? Much better. Okay, let's try again. Here begins the 23rd verse of the fourth chap chapter of the book of Jeremiah. I beheld the earth, and indeed it was without form, and void, and the heavens they had no light. I beheld the mountains, and indeed they trembled, and all the hills moved back and forth. I beheld, and indeed there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I beheld, and indeed the fruitful land was a wilderness, and all its cities were broken down at the presence of the Lord by his fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, The whole land shall be desolate, yet I will not make a full end. For this shall the earth mourn, and the heavens above be black, because I have spoken. I have purposed and will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. The whole city shall flee from the noise of the horsemen and bowmen. They shall go into thickets and climb up on the rocks. Every city shall be forsaken, and not a man shall dwell in it. And when you are plundered, what will you do? Though you clothe yourself with crimson, though you adorn yourself with ornaments of gold, though you enlarge your eyes with paint, in vain you will make yourself fair. Your lovers will despise you. They will seek your life. For I have heard a voice as of a woman in labor, the anguish as of her who brings forth her first child, the voice of the daughter of Zion bewailing herself. She spreads her hands, saying, Woe is me now, for my soul is weary because of murderers. Here ends the first lesson.
My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 11th verse of the 10th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Therefore there was division again among the Jews because of these sayings. And many of them said, He has a demon and is mad. Why do you listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of one who has a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. 
Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive all, forgives the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Good evening, everyone. We've got some um, interesting uh, line of passage here. We go from Psalm 50 to, to uh, Jeremiah uh, chapter 4, and then into um, John, a continuation of uh, that started with Jesus healing the blind man and kind of uh, moving along that narrative. So in Psalm 50, what we see is that God doesn't need our sacrifices because he owns everything. Um, and he also won't accept our sacrifices if they're not made with a pure heart. So um, I, what we see here is that what happened, what was happening with the people and who the psalmist is railing against are, are the people that they want to please God on the outside and in front of people and look like they're pleasing God, but the things of the world are more important to them. That's why they, um, they, they don't behave well. And the promise at the end is in verse 23, and, um, and in that verse he says, whoever offers praises, praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. So that's our task is to, to glorify God, not only with our actions, but in our hearts, and, and it becomes a part of who we are. So in Jer Jeremiah, the kind of action where you don't glorify God, the kind where you're you know, trying to be part of the world while you're being part of, uh, you know, you're giving lip service to God, it leads us to the spot in Jeremiah, and it's, it's a really, really dark spot. And he describes, um, you know, the earth as being without form and void. Where have we heard that before? I think if we go way back to the creation story in Genesis, we find out that the world was without form, earth was without form and void. And so we have this kind of creation type um, language, but this isn't about creation. This is about destruction. And so what God's saying, the destruction will be so uh, intense, it'll be like going back to nothing. And um, and so what we see then is, is if that does happen, then obviously God's going to uh, raise up again um, from faithful people. But it's, it's a warning, and it's, it's where we go if we don't walk with God. So the answer, and uh, the right thing to do, is to follow the Good Shepherd. And so Jesus has gone from healing the blind man. He's talked about um, in being the Good Shepherd. And the Good Shepherd is the fourth of the seven I Am statements. There's I Am the, um, the way, the truth, and the life. I Am the bread. I Am the door. So there's, there's a number of those in John, but this is the fourth of the I am statements. And what's contrasted here is a hireling 
and then the uh, the good shepherd, a hireling. He's applying to the um, leaders of Israel, the religious leaders, and they every one of them knows who he's, that they're referring to them, and and they know that this is meant as a uh, judgment on them, and they are not happy uh, about that. But um, so you know, the contrast is that the shepherd will lay down his life for his people. And, you know, I don't want to be political, but I just thought that there's something in real life that's happened recently that I want to bring up. And uh, as Russia attacked Ukraine, the president of Ukraine was offered, yeah, we can get you out of there. And his comment was, I don't need a ride, I need more ammo. And I think in a way, I don't think um, that's meant what Jesus meant was, but Jesus is there and he'll give his life for the cause. And he's giving his life for um, for us. And it's a it's a gift of his life. Uh, I remember, I think I've told you before, one of my favorite stories is a story of a, uh, one of the guardian angels, and he's talking about Jesus' moment on the cross. And he said, there, there were 10,000 of us, and we were ready, and our swords were drawn, but he didn't call. So Jesus gave his life. It wasn't taken from him. So our important task, I think, our important uh, lesson or takeaway from all of this is that we have to continue to remove the temporal, which is Lent is all about. In Lent, we continue to remove the temporal things and we draw closer to the eternal things. And just a comment, because we're in our second week and I know sometimes Lent is uh, rough. And um, I mentioned Sunday morning, not only is Lent rough, then they took that hour of sleep away from us. Um, so it, it gets tough sometimes and we're going to slip, but it's possible we'll fall. And the important thing is that uh, we're not doing this on our own. We're doing this to the glory of God. So if we slip to get right back up and step right back to God and we worship him and he brings the salvation to us. Let's continue with the um, intercession on page 590 and we'll start and make some private intercessions. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal 